Nice. What, what uh, did you have for, for food? I actually had Southwest chicken salad. Southwest uh-huh. chicken salad. It had. It was pretty tasty. Nice. I, I'm, I'm trying to stay on this healthy diet. Um, my doctor's been on my butt, so wow. I'm going to try to. Yeah, I, I hear you on that one. How things are with you today? Good. I, I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm, I have uh, established some new health goals. In fact, right here, this piece of paper, I wrote, wrote them out, my uh, my health goals and how I'm going to get there, why I'm doing it, how I'm going to get there. Um, but I've been on a salad kick, too. All right, good. Just, they're good. They're healthy. They can be. Yeah. So, they, uh, they can be, but. Absolutely. How's the rest of the family doing? They're good. They're doing good. Are they? Yeah. Um, Briars, three. Three-year-old with a thirteen-year-old attitude. Gotcha. I guess the baby. I just got a call a little bit ago from the, for the baby. She's sick at daycare. Okay. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> people get sick. Okay, it's okay. Don't right, get her. Nope. Leave her there. Okay. We're paying you an arm and a leg, so take care of her. Gotcha. And Braddock's is a typical teenager. Yeah. Thirteen. No way. Hard to believe. I know. Hard to believe. Uh-huh. No kidding. So is he uh, doing okay in middle school? Yeah, he's okay. I mean, you know, like most middle school kids are going through a whole heck of a lot. Internally, externally. You know, their body's oh. changing. They're, you know. Um, I hated that time in my life. I Sadly, I don't quite remember mine. <laughs> Oh, I do. I remember having to walk to middle school. Um, I come from, Mom, we had a Catholic school attached to our church, and so I did first through six, and then that was it. That's all they had. So I'm now going to the public school, and I had to walk or ride my bike, and it was just, you know... The person I am today is nowhere close to the person I used to look like and be like. Yeah. I had no confidence. I was tall, ungainly thin, very shy, afraid of my own shadow, lacked confidence. Um, I mean, I, I was subjected to being bullied. Mm. And so it was, it was hard to make friends. The friends I did, they were geeky and awkward just like me. So, yeah, uh, I, I just did not like middle school. Yeah. You weren't a big fan, huh? No, no really. a lot of factors that weren't making it very pleasurable either. Sounds like, no, I mean, I had some, I, there were some fun things that we got to do, Yeah, but not for the most part, I being that 13, 14 years old, 15 years old, that just stopped. I yeah. hated it. Yeah. I guess probably you know, different. I don't. I say I don't remember. I remember certain things, but 
I don't know. Well, you're probably one of the cool kids. I don't know. Well, you had brothers. I had sisters. True. And so your older brothers helped prep you, my older sisters. That just, <laughs> that didn't help the way I thought it might. Right, right. Yeah, I think having those, you know, the older brothers, yeah, especially Brad being three older, three years older, definitely helped a little bit. Um, but I, I think Braddock's is, has a little bit more of the cool factor. I'm taking, talking about teen and middle school. I think he's got a little bit of more of the cool factor. He's, he's more liked and he's super handsome. He's got that going for him. All the girls like him. Maybe he was adopted. I'm not sure where he's going. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, he, he's got his own band. He plays sports. Yeah. And so I think he's got a level of confidence that I think helps, but he's grounded. He's not overconfident. Correct. Yeah. You know, he's, but he's had his time. He's had his moments. Yeah. You know, there's, um, you know, like we've talked in, in the past about the workload that's placed on kids. And so I know that he's he's felt that, um, you know, there uh, he's experienced his, his share of stress, if you will. Well, through yeah. these, you know, th- you know, six, seven, uh, a little bit eighth grade last year was was for sure, you know, you know, stacking on football for the first time ever, mm. full contact, and you know that was a that was a major stressor stressor in his life. Yeah, and well, so even you throw in then the other issues of two families, mm-hmm. both mom and dad remarried, both mom and dad have new children with their new spouses, and here he is, kind of bridging all of that. Because, right. you know, your brain's changing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're, you've got the physical changes going on as you go from childhood to adolescence to young adulthood. Mm-hmm. So you're you're physically changing, but then your brain is changing. And as new, again, as your brain develops um, and your frontal cortex begins to really develop, well, it's you're experiencing new ideas, new emotions, new feelings, uh, things that you used to handle one way are no longer that way. The, well, I don't know, that biological attraction to the other gender begins yeah. to start um, playing into that. And then you, you know, all that kind of oh, yeah. uh, issues with sex kind, you know, kind of starts to you know, evolve you know, again again it's more dealing with the brain right um and then you're having to deal with a variety of issues that come back to fight or flight mm-hmm. so yeah and again if you've got good healthy coping strategies a lot of this thing oh i think that you can handle better mm-hmm. but at least what i see when they come to me in high school the kids that are struggling the most are the kids that had the hardest time kind of making it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have the home life um, <clears throat> that provided that structure, mm-hmm. that provided that guidance. And so they don't develop. I don't know. I don't know that they were, they developed or were taught mm-hmm. maybe the best ways uh, to handle 
all the crap that suddenly things that they weren't aware of, mm -hmm. they are now aware of. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I, you know, I guess I don't want to speak for you, but I know that growing up, we didn't, we weren't provided with tools, if you, if you will, how to handle those things. Uh, but I guess maybe those are just different times too. Well, we yeah. were doing different. We had different, so many different things, and we didn't have video games. Or well, later on we had video games. But Atari. We had Atari, and we didn't have cell phones. Mm -mm. Obviously, mm -mm. that was a major. That's a major difference. Right? So, because so, the bullying for me again, I was tall, geeky, awkward. Mm -hmm. um, I look back at those pictures, and I'm going, "Oh Lord, have mercy." Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I at least had my parents who would say, Hey, it's okay. Um, ignore it. They'll stop picking on you. Mm -hmm. And it only happened while at school where I think today with cell phones, um, email, all the, you know, social media yeah. accounts. Now it happens 24 seven and you mm -hmm. can't get away from it. Right. Where at least I was able to escape it. There were, you know, a little bit at school and a little bit maybe on the way home from school, but I could avoid it if I walked or rode my bike a different direction. Mm -hmm. If I kind of, I don't know. I could avoid some of it. Right. So, I don't know. I think that it, I don't know. Is Again, everybody experiences things just a little differently. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. And you're right. You know, if you got, if you got a kid and they have a cell phone or they've got email and they've got those different social media platforms, mm -hmm. there's, there's potentially no end to it if, if they're on it. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, a one remedy would be to not be on it. <laughs> and yeah, and you're, I concur, but it is an addiction. Oh my gosh. Um, I think we've talked about this a little bit in, yeah. in previous uh, conversations, but it is an addiction. And mm -hmm. I see my students, they cannot put that phone away yeah. for any amount of time. And it's, they don't not, I don't want to say they don't recognize it. Many do not recognize it right. as an addiction mm -hmm. that is as powerful as alcohol, as powerful as nicotine, as powerful as, I don't know. Drugs. So, yeah. Yeah, my drug. Because um, it does. You're, we all want to be liked. And I think that's one of the things that really begins to change as you get into 12, 13, 14, that uh, adolescent, early teen. Right. Um, because now suddenly, well, I want to be, I want to be liked. I want to be part of this, that group, the cool group, mm -hmm. the accepted group. I want, I don't know how to get there, but I know I want to be there. Right. And, of course, one of the ways that you can help build self-esteem in yourself is to pick on others, deflect. Mm -hmm. And so where can you do that? Well, you can do it at school. And you can deflect your own insecurities by pushing them on to other people. Right. And, I, I, again, I think that can create a lot of hardships that 
is is the same kind of crap that we had. The difference is the 24-7 brutal approach, the memes that you can create, the attacks, the videos. I mean, again, all the cool things that you can do on social media can also be used in a very hostile, negative way, which I could absolutely see as being very, a lot more stressful uh, today and which I'm glad at least, you know, the school district that we were tied to recognized. I'm not sure they were doing everything they could, but the whole idea of the hope squad yeah. that you were part of yeah. um, are trying to bring awareness. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know, I, again, it's yeah. very unhealthy. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. And and then to, to piggyback on that, yeah, we, man, we pushed hard against that mm-hmm. you know we put we pushed back on that that whole bullying thing and like we were we stood our ground this is this is how we're going to approach this this is what we're not going to tolerate mm-hmm. and we you know, we pressed in and we we fought against it and i know that we did a great job you know specifically on our camp campus um and district-wide you know did a good job um you know, you, you mentioned that and, you know, before I resigned, I was able to connect with um, uh, Nick Vujicic. Yeah. You know, Life Without Limbs. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's just a phenomenal person. Um, and we were going to have him come out last mm-hmm. year. And anyways, he's got um, Rise Against Bullying. He was bullied. He was bullied. You know, obviously mm-hmm. he had no arms, no legs. And mm-hmm. he, he had... Um, he attempted suicide, um, but he's he goes around and he speaks in uh, in front of everyone. Basically, he's he's spoken with presidents and you name. It. Anyways, mm-hmm. moral of my story is I'm gonna land the plane here. Um, over the past year, we have been able to work something out where he's now he's still gonna come to prosper. Mm-hmm. And he's going to speak on the bowling, anti-bowling. So it's pretty been it's been fun organ, helping organize that and get that dialed in. And so he's actually going to do a live stream. Okay. And it's going to go out all over. Anyways, not quite sure where I'm going with my story. Maybe I'm plugging him. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Okay. No, we're talking about bowling and, well, sure. and the other kids with the phones. And yeah, you mentioned that's drugged. I remember that image several years ago. It was, it was a cell phone in a hand, you know, and then the bottom of the phone was like it was drawn. It was a drawing and the bottom of the phone was like somehow it was connecting into the veins of oh, the arm. OK. You know, okay, like shooting yeah. into the arm, the veins, you know, and it's like it is a drug. Right. Uh-huh. And it's, oh, yeah. You know, these kids, a lot of kids don't get it. And I and I recently, Rod, to be honest with you, have been so bad with my cell phone like horrible, like mm-hmm. horrible. And to the point where like at night I'd be watching, you know, sometimes I'd be watching those YouTube videos or whatever. And some of them are stupid and some of them are stupid funny. Mm-hmm. And I just like, next thing you know, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, dude, I've been on this for like two hours. He's, you could get sucked in or I'll watch movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, it, it Next thing you know, it's like, I don't know how long I've been doing this. I'm not talking about that night. I'm talking over a span of weeks, mm-hmm. you know, maybe months. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And like, I'm not sleeping well. Suzanne's not sleeping well. I'm on my phone. 
you know, when we're in the living room, you know, maybe I'm checking email or maybe I'm, you know, on Twitter or maybe I'm playing a game. My mm-hmm. justification was I'm just trying to disconnect. This helps me disconnect. Well, at the same time, like, well, how about the fact that you have kids here mm-hmm. that need your attention? Your phone doesn't need your attention. But I, just to, to say, well, you're, you know, it's an it's an addiction. And so finally, I'm like, dude, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. Because there's a study against, you know, with, you know, watching your phone and that blue screen and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I started plugging my that sucker in. Um, you know, down the hall to charge overnight. Uh-huh. So I did not have access to it. And you know what? I've been sleeping great. I, yes. My eyes feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous. And so, you know, it was kind of, I'd get on to Braddock's about his cell phone because he's got a, he's got a cell phone. Now he doesn't have social media. Okay. Um, but he does have access to games and whatnot. And he'll listen to music and, um, but still, he'll watch like Dude Perfect okay. or some other, you know, YouTube or whatever, which are fine. I've approved those. But I noticed like, hey, you're you're on that. Mm-hmm. You know? And then it's like, Dad, well, you're the one allowing him. Uh, but then also you're the one who's on your phone, too, while he's on his phone. So in order to correct that, you got to lead by example. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, one of the things that is you're becoming a teenager. Your part of that brain development is your ability to regulate yourself, Um, not just physical regulation, but even that emotional regulation. Mm -hmm. And this is where structure at home, structure at school comes in handy. And when you allow a kid to self-regulate with little to no guidance or direction, I think it creates way too much stress. And that's what leads to increased anxiety, increased depression, suicidal Mm -hmm. ideologies. So I found that that I'm not exactly sure how I came across this, but I ran across. There is a place called Newport Academy, and they are a facility that focuses on it's a treatment center for basically teenagers mm, okay. to help with all kinds of stuff. And so they were talking about, you know, stress amongst teenagers and it's, and it's not just phones. I think it goes, it's way beyond phones. Sure. It's the same kind of stuff that we, we had when we were kids, you know, this, the perfect person, the perfect body, the perfect mm-hmm. this and that. And, you know, we've talked before about perfection yeah. and how sometimes that push for perfection leads to a fake reality, mm-hmm. which creates all kinds of stress. And uh, so when I'm, when I was preparing for this topic, uh, looking through some of the stuff that they had, 50% of teenagers today um, and this was from a 2022 poll that they took, mm-hmm. um, said that teens either knew someone, well, 50, okay, here's, I'll read it specifically. 50% of the teens surveyed personally knew someone who had considered self-harm or suicide, wow. which was a 9% increase from last year, from 2021. Yeah. And that 
is horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, they get uh, other questions within the poll found that 58% of the teens uh, were very concerned about their own uh, mental and emotional health. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and, and they went on and talked about some of the symptoms. Yeah. And, I, and I, what That's I a good one. found yeah. interesting was that these symptoms I even related to. Even though I'm a few years past being a teenager, <laughs> a couple years. Okay, <laughs> but all right. So here they are. If you, if I can uh, indulge and read these. So these are these are symptoms of stress, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. okay. Kind of a red red flag. Got it. Okay. Um, and you don't have to have all of these, but if you have a lot, um, then there's you know again the the physical as well as the emotional toll that that can have on your body. Right. All right. So feeling nervous or anxious, uh, frequently feeling tired, stomach aches or chest pains, procrastinating or neglecting responsibilities, feeling overwhelmed, moodiness, having negative thoughts, withdrawing from family and friends, difficulty sleeping or the opposite, sleeping too much, remembering or problems remembering, focusing or concentrating, using alcohol, drugs, or other substances as a way to self-medicate, and uh, unexplained, well, they kind of lumped a bunch of things, but unexplained physical symptoms such as body ticks. Okay. And, I mean, again, these are chronic issues that our body, our, our fight-or-flight mechanism in our brain yeah. will flood at the sign of stress to address a certain issue, but it's not meant for long term. Mm-hmm. And if these issues are not dealt with in a kind of a safe, healthy way, they just continue to pile up, pile up, pile up. And suddenly one little thing becomes one really a bunch of little things that became one humongous thing. Well, now we have a mental health concern. That is, yes. And so, I mean, because, I don't know, it bothers me because I see a lot of this in our kids. Yeah. Um, well, at least in the students that I have. Mm-hmm. And feeling nervous and anxious, that that's okay in small doses for certain things. Right. But if that's your modus operandi, that's how you live your life, mm-hmm. well, that's really dangerous. Yeah. Um, I mean, feeling tired, again, get sleep. Mm-hmm. I, the number of times that I'm a, I get an email from a kid turning in assignment at, you know, 1130, 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, what the heck are you doing <laughs> up at two o'clock right. sending me an email saying, hey, uh, McCall, here's my assignment. Um, I mean, the idea of feeling overwhelmed, I get it. Um, again, problems thinking, focusing, concentrating. Mm-hmm. Some of this is typical, but if you're finding, oh, well, a lot of these relate to me or they relate to my child, um, we might might be worth exploring a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, I don't know, it, it's massive problems. And I think that what we went through has changed and evolved a little bit. I think our society promotes a lot of fear, stress, and anxiety. Oh, 100%. just in the nature. I mean, you listen to the news. Turn the news on. I was just about to say, turn the news on. Uh-huh. You'll be bombarded with fear and anxiety. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> so anyways, 
How any of these fit Braddock? Some of them fit me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, you know, I would say at different times that these some have occurred. There was there was a there was probably a couple of them all at once during that football experience. Okay. You know, I noticed there's if tests come up that he maybe hasn't studied for, mm-hmm. you know, then oh my stomach feels upset. You know, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Talk talk me through these things and then to come to find out, well, I didn't really prepare. Well I would be nervous too. Uh, I'd sure. probably be a little upset knowing that dang I'm kinda going into this and I might not do very well. Because I didn't pull things forward and I did not prepare myself well enough to mm-hmm. execute at a level that I want to execute. So you're right. What I tell him, though, is something that I do with him that I did not do as, you know, wasn't offered to me. And that may sound bad, but that's just the reality. Okay. The conversation was not typically offered in my house. Okay. Let's have a conversation about these things. Uh-huh. A lot of things were just brushed under the rug or we just didn't talk about it. Sure. You know, when and talk about your feelings and you know, talk about, you know, uh, those things um, or, you know, you screwed up here. How do we how do we avoid this in the future? OK. You know, and I'll talk I'll talk Braddock's. We'll, we'll, we'll talk those things to death because I think it's important to talk about those things. Uh-huh. You know, when you're experiencing these things, have a conversation with your child. You know, ask certain questions, mm-hmm. bring those things up. Cause like, right. It's like pulling teeth sometimes. Oh, I know. So I have to, as a parent, I have to be the responsible, mature one. And I may have to work a little bit harder to, you know, in order to dig, dig deep and get to some of those issues. And then it's, then we'll discover those things. Then we can implement here's some tools moving forward. Perfect. So, well, you know, one of the reasons why I stuck with this, the suggestions from this Newport Academy is that they did provide some tools or ways to help cope. And what I liked about it was that I think it could work for not just teenagers. I think it could work for me, too. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, anyway, the first one was to breathe deep. Mm, Breathing, yeah. And, I mean, almost to a point of meditation, where, you know, find you a nice, quiet place, a comfy chair, mm-hmm. close your eyes and take a few seconds and just breathe. Yeah. Breathe deep, hold it, release, but take a take a kind of relax for just a moment and let's try and focus. Yeah. And so I thought that was, you know, again, it's not something you have to do a ton of, but hey, do it for a minute. Right. And it, I've actually done this before. Mm-hmm. Not often as I should, but I've done this. Yeah. And I found it works pretty good. Yeah. Now, I have on my phone every several hours, it'll pop up, slow down, breathe. Okay. And that'll, that'll not, I don't do it all the time because I'm in a men's study that started two weeks ago and it's, it's, the what we're covering is the ruthless elimination of hurry. And I'm okay. like, man, this is so fitting for me because I feel like I'm always in a hurry. I'm always doing, doing, doing. That's why that's on my phone to slow down. And I'll, I'll, and I've gotten the family on board. Like, 
even if I'm sitting at the dinner table and I'm like shoving my pile of my food in, like mm-hmm. someone say, Hey dude, slow down. What's the hurry? Mm-hmm. It's just, even it's come down to like, cause I feel like I have to go, there's the next thing. What am I, you know, so it, it's become an issue, but I've, I'm working on it. And through this, this men's study, it's, it's been very helpful, but then I have these reminders that pop up and then the breathing thing, you know, when's the last time, you know, anyone to anyone listening, when's the last time you just, you, you took a second and you just, took a deep breath uh-huh i mean it's you you'd be shocked like man i don't know when the last time i took a deep breath but hope squad through hope squad we did this i started implementing this with our kids like make it a point to take time to breathe mm-hmm. work on your breathing like practice deep breathing like you said 90 seconds 60 90 seconds mm-hmm. you know um there's there's been a big push for it you know a lot of people think oh that is so lame okay we'll try it and see what happens yeah, because you're going to start to develop. Um, I don't know. Develop is the right word, but you're going to start experiencing uh, maybe a little bit more peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you you might start to develop a, a, some more clarity. There's a, there's a there's a whole study behind it. I had you know, obviously we don't have time to go into it. I haven't quite done the whole thing, but I can tell you through practicing mm-hmm. deep breathing it helps calm me down. It does. Helps slow me down a little bit. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How that works. Because that ties right into something else they said. And I have heard this forever. And I keep reading it. And I will tell you from my personal experience, this is true. But it's called exercise. Mm. Um, you know, just I walk every morning. I Did get you up. say it's called exercise? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> But I, I have, I've been, well, it started this summer and because my doc was saying you need to exercise more. So I started walking on top of riding the Peloton. And so anyway, I've been walking every morning and I get up and it's an extra 15 minutes of my day, but I go for it. I don't know. It's a walk. that's about 20, about 20 minutes or so. And I walk the neighborhood. It's just over a mile that I walk, but it has helped me immensely. I do that every day, uh, except on the weekends. And I find that it helps me be able to focus on the positives a lot better, deflect the negatives a lot better. Um, I mean, when they keep talking about, you know, the positive endorphins that can come as a consequence, Mm -hmm. I'm going all in. Right. Um, Sleep. You know, I keep hearing about teenagers not getting enough sleep. Yeah. Yet, if you can get you a good six, seven hours, eight, if you're, you know, really, really lucky, lucky. (laughs) but get you enough sleep, because if you can get, you know, six good quality hours, I mean, I know they asked for eight, but that might be unrealistic, Mm -hmm. but a good six hours, seven hours of sleep, where it's really quality sleep, not Mm -hmm. laying in bed for six hours, but it can really have a positive impact on your ability, your physical ability to fight off the negative feelings. Yeah. And you're, you feel a little bit recharged. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, as I'm listening to you, one of the things in this, it ties into this, um, you know, with sleep and the exercise, we would do a thing called selfie. Okay. And we, we actually wrote the curriculum, if you will. It was for self-care, how to manage your stress. 
Okay. And so selfie, not like taking the selfie. Right. You know, but it all stand, it stood for something. It's an acronym for sleep, exercise, light, fun, mm-hmm. eating well. What's the last one? I, interaction and eating well. Sorry. Learn how to spell. <laughs> uh, but that all ties into that. And that's what we did. You know, there's a certain amount of hours that you should be getting based on your age. Yeah. Right. And then so, you know, that's, that's, that's a crucial piece to your mental health and decreasing stress. Throw in a nap, too. Mm-hmm. I am so anti-naps, but I'm learning to, hey your body may need you to rest right now. Sometimes. It's okay to take a nap. You're not worthless. Mm-hmm. Not what that voice might, if you take a nap, you're not going to be able to get these things done. Hence why I'm always in a hurry. I don't, I don't have time to take a nap. I've got these things to do, but taking that nap is going to give me increased energy. I slow down a little bit. Sure. Right. And so the sleep part is huge. Well, and a nap does not have to be a two and a half hour nap. Sometimes a nap can be a 15-minute nap. nap. Yes. Yeah. I can get more rest out of a 15-minute nap than I can out of a two-and-a-half-hour nap. Yeah. Um, so, all right. There's, a, there's many more, but the last one I want to focus on is what they – and we've talked about this before. Control what you can control. Mm. <laughs> uh, they call it control – what can be controlled. Right. And I mean, okay, Braddock's had a test. Mm-hmm. How can you reduce the te- the stress of that test? Well, you've been told you've had multiple days. I understand that you put that off because procrastination is something that we all do. Mm-hmm. But what if you didn't? Right. Could you reduce your stress by going, oh, hey, this is, you know, when it's due, you don't have to do it all today, a week ahead of time. But if you budget, you know, 20 minutes a day, right? what would that look like? And how would that impact your stress? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can tell you that when I, with my class, oh, pardon me, uh, with the classes that we've been, or that I'm taking my college classes, I am finding that I do so much better when I work ahead and I stay on top of things. Oh, yeah. And, but yet my stress comes way back when I don't. When, I mean, I haven't played my PlayStation in weeks. Wow. Because I'm going, I need to spend more time on this, this, and this. Right. Which includes my classes, which includes helping out around the house a little bit more. And... Okay, I'm putting that off to the side. Right. So, because I can control certain things, Mm -hmm. and I can control how I spend my time, and if I budget my time more correctly, well, then I don't feel as anxious, stressed. Right. So, I think, uh, you know, helping with that, again, is a good thing. Yeah, how do you tell that to a control freak? I don't know. You know, I think that you're 100% right, and, and and I know I've talked on this several times about controlling the controllables, mm-hmm. where a lot of people, it's spent trying to control those things that are out 
of their control. There's only a certain amount of things that we can actually control. Mm -hmm. And I think so much energy is spent on those uncontrollables. Mm -hmm. And then that creates anxiety and stress. And it's, 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 it takes a lot of work to just focus on these are the things that are inside my realm and that's it. I cannot, and I will not give any energy to those things that I cannot control. But again, it's, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And especially if you've got someone who has control issues, mm-hmm. you know, I joked around seeing a control freak, but it's the same thing. Right. But you know, it's that, that will zap you yes. of the, of energy. I mean, it's, it'll create a lot of anxiety. Um, I, I've, I've been there and I get it. And so I've, I've had to, to work toward these are the things yeah. that I can control everything else. It's outside of my realm. I, I, I can't, I can't worry about it. I know that I've done my job. I've done what I can. And that's that period, the end. And that is where we as adults owe it to our children, whether they're our biological children or the ones that we teach or the ones that we engage with, help them find healthy ways to address the stress that's in their life. Because if we can teach them when they're young, maybe they won't wind up like us Right. with as adults going, holy crap. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyway, um, well, good stuff. There's I, a little, I think we went a little over wisdom. Yeah. I, I, again, I like this. I uh, enjoyed reading through this the first time. So, Anyway, um, we're going to control what we can control by putting a pin in this. And again, work on stress, breathe deep, exercise. Exercise and control what you can. Control? What? I'm in control. I'm going to control the button right now. All right. Well, then I'm going to say farewell. We'll see you next time. I'm Ron. I'm Bryce. Ciao.